Hey, Sentimentals. As you've probably realized by now, this is not the next non-Wicked episode you were expecting today. Life happens, so what we've decided to do is make this month's bonus episode, which is usually only available to the Green Circle subscribers, public to all listeners. We hope that this tides you over, and we hope it's a fun glimpse into what goes down in the Green Circle. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we'll be back with a guest episode in just a clock tick. It is this month's bonus episode. We're smack in the middle of the season. Quincy, how do you feel like this era is going so far? I've been enjoying it. What's been interesting is like, this is the first era. I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing, but this is the first era of Scent Men that we've had where I feel like the podcast can kind of be in like autopilot mode. Not not that it's like any less work or anything, but it feels like we've gotten better at like fitting in the way the podcast happens and what we need to get done for the podcast into our normal lives. Yeah, we've got a flow. Yeah. The flow still takes some time, but like I think we're used to it. And it's not as it's not it's not as present on my mind all the time, like, oh my god, what are we gonna do? How do we do this? I'm just like, it'll happen, you know? Yeah. It feels like it uh it can operate in the background, which is nice. It's we're comfortable, that means. It's just because we're getting so good at it. <laughs> um, Kevin, what is on the is for anyone who doesn't know Kevin fully plans these bonus episodes. So what is on the agenda for today, Kevin? Okay, so Quincy, I actually am really pumped for today's topic. It comes to us from not only a listener, but from our IRL friend, Jack. Uh, So we all know that Kevin and I met because I (laughs) interned for Kevin at a theater company in New York. Jack Tomey was my same intern class year or intern grade year. I don't know how you'd say it. Jack Tomey was in a different department, but (laughs) he and I still were able to forge a friendship and he was part of the the fun group of interns that I hung out with. (laughs) Anyways, so Jack gave us this great prompt of if Wicked were being presented in like a funny girl style concert and we were casting it, who would we pick to sing each song? What a terrific question. Which I love this as a concept. I really feel like Wicked LLC should do this. Quincy, you love those like concert presentations, right? Like you're a big fan of the genre. I really do. And I've never been to, I've never been to any live. And I, so I think the reason I love it is because it provided access to me. All those film concerts and stuff that you could find online provided access to theater for me when I was younger. So I think I have an affinity with them. Yeah, definitely. And I think part of it too, remember when Julie Murney was on and she was like, saying how her like career existed in like these couple cast recordings. And I think like, back in like whatever year, like high school me, to be able to listen to like the hair concert recording and hear like 20 Broadway voices that I wouldn't hear on any other cast recording was like such a good educational, like treasure chest handed to me by the Actors Fund. My favorite of those concert genres, keep in mind, I have not seen actually a single one, so. Sure. Me neither, actually, but grain of salt with my opinion. But my favorite for vibes and from what I was getting from bootlegs and online clips and stuff is Thoroughly Modern Millie, which I <gasps> use out of left field. Oh my God. I never would have guessed that that was what you were going to pick. 
Like that in in a million years. I was like, he's gonna say chess. Oh short, no. Oh short, no. <laughs> ah! <laughs> was chess a benefit though, or was it just like for fun? I think the Julia Murney chess was a benefit. The Adina Menzel chess feels like it was for fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. That feels correct. Okay, so I chose Thoroughly Modern Millie because I was in it in eighth grade. <laughs> so I think I have an emotional connection. Sure. <laughs> And there's something in that era, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what year it was, but when that was happening, I remember when those clips were released of like the short little B-roll performance clips that we got of Sun Foster in that kind of like sheer red dress. Yeah, yeah. It like really did something to me and got me jazzed up in a way that I like hadn't been in a while about like musical theater in general. And I was like, oh damn, I like love this show. And I didn't realize that I like had such an affinity with it. It's such a good show. That's one that I like kick myself for not going to because I believe I was like actively in New York at the time. And Mm -hmm. I just was convinced myself, much like Ariana Grande's Sweetener Thank You Next Tour, convinced myself that I didn't need to buck up the money. Oh, we convinced ourselves that we didn't need to buck up the money for Ariana Grande. God, we are so stupid. Yeah, that's right. Because we were like planning to go. Are you going to Chromatica? So, okay. So that's the thing where it's like, I didn't buy Dua Lipa tickets at the time that they went on sale because I was like, Quincy, you'll be fine. You don't need to see Dua Lipa. Then when the concert actually was happening and every day I knew it was going, I got such major FOMO. Yeah. I ended up getting a ticket to her uh, New Jersey concert. Yeah. And I feel like the same thing's going to happen with Chromatica where I convinced myself I didn't need to go, but I'm going to be really jealous when it's actually happening. You're going, right? Yeah, we both are. Come. Be our young person. No, I know. And I would, I would love nothing more than to be your young person at Chromatica. <laughs> <laughs> um, did I answer the question that needed to be answered? Yeah. Okay. What about you? Um, for me, does it have to be Actors Fund? Whatever concert you want. Oh, in that case, the chess concert counted. But it's fine. Sure. Well, okay. So my actor's fun dancer is definitely, and again, did not see this, um, but definitely the hair cast cast recording, concert cast recording. um, Because it's, as a kid, it was like another version of that show to consume. Now, like looking back at it, I'm like, no, 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 no. That is like a cast of the best singers on Broadway, singing these wild arrangements. That was Hair All-Stars. That was Hair All-Stars. Nobody went home for seven weeks. (laughs) You know what I would love the Actors Fund to do as like a benefit concert? Mm -mm. The Wild Party. (gasps) I think that could sound. With with alumni or with like a different person saying each song? Or would it just be like, the original cast coming back to do it. I think Wild Party, you have to do original cast. Yeah. Because that original cast, one, would sell that concert out, but two, like, everyone wants to hear that, you know? If they get Adina back to do an Actors Fun concert, tickets would be a bajillion dollars, though. The Adina and Tay reunion of it all, that's a press angle right there. Sell mm-hmm. the show out. Julia Murney coming back and doing Queenie. Uh, so good. Uh, so good. And we did, I mean, we can say with certainty that it would be... So good. Oh, we did see we did see her do How Did We All Come to This at 54 Below, which I was not expecting, so I was really grateful for it to happen. I was not expecting. My, uh, Quincy, as you uh, know, my friend Carrie was Julia's backup mm-hmm. singer that night. Um, and when Julia was introing <laughs> the song, 
Carrie's making eye contact with me and they start mouthing, you're never gonna believe it. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, what, what? And, and then Julia starts singing and I was like, no. That's funny, I, I didn't no know what idea. happened. <laughs> you know, I, I think that would like really sell. And it feels like the perfect show like for the actors fun to do as a reunion concert. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It'd be great. You know what non-actors fund benefit I saw? Do tell. Is um, it was a benefit for like every town or or like gays against guns or some some sort of like gun control charity, and I feel bad that I can't remember it. But it was Cynthia Erivo and Josh Henry doing the last oh. five years. Oh my god, was it good? I'm jealous. You oh, it was yeah. so good because it was like Cynthia fresh off. The color purple train. That's another instance where I was like, you'll be fine not going to this Quincy. Don't do it. And then when everyone went, I was so jealous. and was like, why didn't you buy tickets to this? I guess moral of the story is buy tickets to things when you think you might want to go. She sounded so yummy on that. And honestly, so did he. And it was kind of funny because Josh Henry was giving big, like, I've been singing this song in my room since college. Like it was very, it was ready. You know what I mean? Like he had yeah. his beats ready. And then like the contrast oh. of Cynthia being very like fresh on the material. Like it, I think oh, like she, I think she learned probably most of, of the show, like not learned, but sure. went deeper into the show. Learn. Like, yeah, capital yeah, yeah, L yeah, learned. yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of cool. It was like a cool angle. That's something that struck me about Josh Henry is how, like, passionate he is for, like, the craft. I never, not that I would think he wouldn't be, but, like, he's really into it in a very genuine, like, authentic way that was very admirable, I thought. Because I feel like, to broad stroke it, I feel like male act like men actors, male actors usually are less vocal about that. Sure. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, and so I feel like whenever you get somebody like Josh Henry who's really, like, openly in love with it, it's, like, refreshing. <laughs> okay, so wait, what was the question? The question from Jack. Our friend Jack. Is how would we cast a Wicked benefit concert? Like, song by song? So can I do... Okay, can I do Big Three Alphaba and you do Big Three Glinda? Yeah, that feels fair. I don't want to cast, like... <laughs> I'm not that girl reprise. Are we casting girly pops who have done with it or girly pops who haven't? Or both? I could do one of each. Let's do both. Okay, that's fun. Listeners, this is how I'm feeling in this moment. I could feel different in two seconds, okay? So don't hold me to anything I say on this podcast. I think that's a good rule of thumb in general for this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Now that I've said my piece, please don't cut that. I will. <laughs> so are we going in show order? Does that mean I'm first? With no one mourns the wicked. You thought about that in a way that my brain would never even like go. <laughs> but I love that. No one mourns the wicked. If I'm pulling from the alumna, I would Ooh, say, <laughs> right? Isn't that the right way to say it? I'm sorry if it's not. I don't know. I'm gonna say, and boy, actually, ooh, ooh, did I just change my own mind right as I was about to say it? No. Um, I'm going to say Katie Rose Clark is who I would trust to open the concert. Yeah, I feel like it's more fun if we don't give opinions on it. I think we should accept it. Ooh, okay. Each other's picks and just let it be what it is. Okay, okay. And so don't feel the need to over explain. 
Ooh, okay. For a non-wicked girly to sing No One Mourns the Wicked, to, to welcome us to the Actors Fund benefit, easy. Sierra Bogus. Wow. That'd be beautiful, actually. Her and goodness knows. I can hear it. It'd be butter. Yeah, I love that. That's gorge. Okay, so for me, the Wizard and I Wicked alumna gotta be Adina Menzel because the song was written for her. I was gonna say her and Kristen would close it with for good. I thought we were talking about big three, which for good sure, is sure, not a sure, part of. sure, sure. Go ahead. But now I feel pressured to to pick Kristen for one. Listen, don't if if that's not where your heart is leaning, you Kevin. Don't feel the need to do that. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm gonna respect the original and Casadina as the Wizard and I Alphaba. Uh, non wicked is so difficult. But I think I have an angle that I'm going to use to like help me narrow in. Okay. And that's going to be pop girlies that I think I would like to just hear sing the material. Okay. So for The Wizard and I, I'm going to give Jesse J The Wizard and I. Ooh, I was not expecting that. Ooh, that's good. Okay, so popular is your next song? Yes. Okay, yeah. so for popular... I'm going to give it to Brittany Johnson. Popular is a hard one to give to a random. I know. I'm struggling with it a little bit. I would like to see what Erica Henningsen would do with it. Oh, that's interesting. I feel like Erica Henningsen is one that could go either way. Like, she could do Alpha, but she could do Glinda. Yeah. Much like I think Taylor Louderman would be, which if you're not believing me, then it's just because she's blonde. Because I think... If yeah. she wasn't blonde, she would be much more of a... She could be Alpha or Glinda. Sure, type. sure. That's interesting. For Defying Gravity, I'm going to give it to Jessica Boss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I think the way that she vocally executes Defying Gravity is really something to be witnessed. And it's like crystal clear tone. It's just like so good on Defying Gravity. And I think she really shines in Defying Gravity. I can't remember what type of alphabet she said she was. But I just think the way that Jessica Vosk is able to execute Defying Gravity pretty much to score, except for when she belts on that kiss me goodbye part, which I love when an alphabet does that to begin with, I'm going to give it to Jessica Vosk. For a non-wicked girly singing Defying Gravity, I'm going to give it to Demi Lovato. Oh my God, that's a great idea. This is like if Wicked has like a budget to produce. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Not a budget. <laughs> but Wicked does have a budget, so... <laughs> that they sure do. Okay, so as you know, Quincy, thank goodness is near and dear to my heart. And there's no one I could give it to. Nobody. Except the, thank goodness, Glinda, Megan Hilty. If we're doing this in concert, we have to have the No Breath Bridges... Are you ready for a spicy take? Okay. My non-wicked, thank goodness, would be Sutton Foster. Oh, interesting. And okay. I'll tell you why. Because in the using the framework of our podcast, if we were thinking like the big three, like which alphabet is she energy-wise, to me, she's a popular Glinda. That's like the goofy energy she gives yeah, off. I agree. She's funny. She's like 
Yeah, I th- that's an opinion I've held for a long time. I think Sutton would be a popular Glinda because she is that goofy energy. However, I do agree in that she would sell a thank goodness like no other. Yes. Because I think we always forget that she has the dramatic acting chops. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, yeah, that would be yummy. I'm into that. Yeah. Cute. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, I have no good deeds still. Yeah. I got to give it to Eden Espinosa just because she is the no good deed alphabet. You know? I would have said that too. For a non-wicked girly in my big budget uh, concert. I already know. Miley Cyrus for No Good Deed. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I was this whole time. <laughs> I was like, I know he's going to say Miley for No Good Deed. <laughs> and Miley could also be a wizard and I alphabet. She could turn it out, I think. But I think No Good Deed is where she would really sink her teeth into yeah, it. I, yeah. Yes. 100% agree. Miley's also just like, I got to see Miley's alphabet at some point. So I don't know like what that's going to look like. I don't know if that's a Hollywood Bowl situation or like a... I just really feel like Miley Cyrus could be a great, great alpha. She's got it. I Yes, I fully agree. Thank you for saying that. Because that is the hill I will die on. So, And I feel like I've been saying it since we started this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Thank you, Jack, for that terrific prompt for this month's yeah, thanks, Jack. bonus episode. Um, <laughs> see you guys next time. See ya.